0: Good morning, everyone. It's Judith. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Got that bass. Got a little bass in my voice this morning. A little hoarse too. I'm not sure what's going on. Allergies piling. Uh, <laughs> ever since I heard that guy in that video that just starts cursing nonstop, when yeah, you you guys know it. If you haven't seen it, it's called A uh, Reporter Goes Ghetto and 30 seconds or something. It's hilarious. But ever since I heard him say pollen, I just can't say it regular. Anyway, uh yeah, I was talking to one of my friends yesterday and uh you know, I I fully don't understand what the defund the police movement is all about. And she said that part of it is um considering making police forces private. Well, that's what, y'all don't want that. Because that's how we got the issue with prisons. Okay? the prison industrial complex, I'm sure you've heard of that. The way a private prison that's run as a business uh, generates income is to have more bodies in it. So that would be the same for the police force. And that's not what you want to have more arrests, more um, heavy handed policing, because that's how they will make money. So I mean, I'm not sure what people are out here wanting. How about and I know, I I don't agree with this whole cancel culture thing. People act like you can't have your own opinion. That's ridiculous. Everybody's entitled to have their own opinion, even if they're not right. You know, and who's to say we all believe we're right. That's the problem. But how about let's focus on some of this, some of these communities that are creating criminals? Because here's here's where I get frustrated. It's such a one-sided conversation. Yes, it's egregious when when the police overuse or abuse their power and take people's lives. Yes, it's horrible. But also, what about the victims of crime who need the police to solve crimes? When your 80-year-old grandmother gets raped in her apartment at 10 o'clock at night? You know, what about the uh, person who gets assaulted? Uh, who calls the police and need them to solve the crime. What about the victims? This argument that the police are all bad and all wrong, it just sort of completely ignores the victims. And when you live in a vulnerable community or you've been the victim of a crime and you call the police and you need them to solve the crime, what about those people? They need somebody to be looking out for them. You know, and I just feel like people go to extremes. What's the what's the difference between being on the extreme left and being on the extreme right? Extreme is extreme. And don't forget, you know, and God forbid you ever have to find out what it's like to be a victim's family member. You know, and it's horrible, and I just feel like everybody's just focusing on one thing and nobody wants to be wrong. And everybody is so emotional and, and emotionally charged. And then you throw racism in there. You know, we had a case here in St. Louis where uh, this guy, these guys, a bunch of young black youths broke into a pawn shop. They're all on video running around. And the black man that was the friend of the owner of the business came to check it out. And, you know, he got shot and killed. But no one talks about it because it was black on black crime. Like no one's outraged. I don't hear nobody really seemed. I mean, it made the news, but it was nobody protested that nobody said anything because it doesn't fit that narrative. But it's still tragic. And why aren't these peaceful protesters more upset with people who aren't protesting? Looting is not protesting. They did all that to steal a bunch of TVs. You know, it's like, what, where is, what is happening? And where is common sense? You know what I mean? I just, it's, I I find it frustrating because it's just one-sided. And, uh, you know, we've already been to that movie and seen what happens at the end of that. So let's just, you know, let's just restore some order. And I was reading an article yesterday. Somebody was upset. I want to think it was in Chicago. A bunch of uh, crimes happened. A bunch of murders happened, and people were upset. The police weren't showing up to to solve the crimes. It's like, well, you can't protest the police, say the police are awful, and then in the next breath be like, but you're good when I need you in this situation. Come on, what do you expect to happen? They're getting looted and attacked. And last week, when everybody was getting shot at and fireballs thrown, at, what do you expect? I just I don't understand. I don't understand this dual narrative. I don't know if it's the media's problem. I don't know who is controlling the narrative and and how the message gets crafted. But there's just absolutely no balance. And, uh, you know, and on top of all of that, coronavirus is still out here housing people. A lot of people have it. And everybody's so comfortable in the knowledge that they won't get sick because it only attacks certain people. But that's crazy. You don't even know if this, this shit might last for in your body and inc- incubate and then attack all your organs. You don't know. That's why it's called novel. It's new. I'm telling you, it is a really, really interesting time to be alive. And, you know, I'm a woman of faith, so I, very little shakes me to my core. I've had so much personal um, tumult in the last few years. <laughs> you know, it's hard to shake my core because I've, I've had to endure when nobody was uh, giving us stimulus checks or anything else. When you're just going through it personally and it's just you and your family, mm, there's not a lot of sympathy. So, you know, I've had to endure. And now I'm on the other side of that. And I'm looking at people and I'm like, y'all are just shook. And basically, people don't know how to respond in a crisis. And I get the young people are out here leading this charge. And that's great because I've had some of the most racially charged conversations with people under 20. You know, everybody's racist, which is silly. and Everybody white people can't be what what it. Oh, my goddaughter believes that uh, black people can't be racist. Um, I've actually had a 30-something-year-old say that to me, too, until I had to show her the definition of racism, and it's like, of course we can be racist. So, I mean, I just think uh, people here are crippled and paralyzed by race, and um, they don't want to attack the issues that really matter, you know, like our education system and the unions, That's the other thing. The reason why you got so many not great police departments is that police union is strong. And so is the teachers union. The reason why you can't get rid of a terrible teacher, the teachers union, you know, and I I'm a pro union person, but I'm not pro not great at your job. You know, I don't think you should be able to secure your benefits and your position forever if you're terrible at it. You know, the the superintendent of the best school district in St. Louis only makes $20,000 more than the superintendent of the worst school district, I think, possibly in the state. That is crazy. That's insane. They're separated by like $22,000 or something like that. In any other business, that should be examined and looked at and criticized. And maybe uh, if if we give you pay based off of your performance, then you might perform better. Amen. Okay. Anyway, that's just I'm on a rant. (laughs) I think they I think it matters because I'd like to see common sense and accountability restored to our fine society. But apparently, we're going to have to go through some things in 2020 before that happens. And hopefully you come out on the other side better and improved personally, spiritually, financially, physically, every way. Because at the end of the day, when all this dust settles out in the world, you still have to live your life. And I'm encouraging you to stay focused on your goals and use this opportunity to launch yourself into your future. Take advantage of the things that are out here for you to be successful and stop making excuses and stop looking around for somebody to validate you or tell you it's okay. I mean, if you need that, I'm giving you permission to live your life and to navigate this to some sort of successful look for you do it. You deserve to be happy. We all deserve to be happy. And um, please take care of yourselves. Please put on masks. And I know it's hard to practice social distancing in a um, you know in a mob of protests but dude just be careful it's time to be smart really really smart because natural selection is at work this is darwinism at its best please take care of yourselves all right felt like uh, felt like i came in a little hot today <laughs> but i appreciate everybody still hanging in there still listening Um, the podcast is doing well and I appreciate that. I really do. And, uh, looking forward to trying out some new things. Uh, and I'll share those with you in the future. Uh, still want to do my, uh, show that was in the studio, but I have no idea when that can happen. We were going to do that in April. Uh, and as we all know, a lot of stuff just got delayed, postponed, whatever. So, and I don't know what my schedule is going to be going forward. I anticipate I'm about to be very, very busy, but I appreciate the support and the love you guys show me and listening every day. And, you know, that's what's up. Thank you so much. Please take care of yourselves. We'll meet back here ASAP. Rocky, be good. Yeah.